RBL stands for Read It, Believe It, Live It. And our mission is to equip and inspire women to read the Bible, believe the Bible, and then go out and actually live the Bible. This is the RBL Podcast by RBL Ministries. Welcome back to the RBL Podcast. Today's episode is um, a very needed one in our culture, but I'm not going to lie when I say it's one that I had to pray a lot about before I recorded and study a lot about uh, because it's something that has been very relevant in my life and I'm going to kind of share my story with it. Um, But today's episode, we are going to be talking about social media and we're going to be talking about social media in a biblical perspective. Um, The reason this is very close to my heart is because I am very active on social media. Obviously, I have RBL Ministries and one of our main areas of connecting and having community is Instagram. Um, But on top of that, I also own a second business, um, and so I have the social media for that business, but part of the services that I offer in that business is social media management for organizations. So I actually contract out with different organizations to manage their Instagram and Facebook accounts, and so that's part of my job, and I am constantly on social media, whether it's for my own businesses or whether I'm doing it for a client that I have. I have to be on it a lot. And uh, I started RBL Ministries. It was called Abby's Threads when I was 16. It was a different business, and I'm not going to go into the story of that, but I had to start it when I was 16. And so from the age of like 16, I think I first had Instagram when I was like 13, but I started becoming really active on it when I was about 16 because of the fact that I had a business that I was running and I use social media to market it. And so that kind of brought me into using it a lot. And as we go into this conversation about social media, and I'm going to share my story in just a second with social media, and it may resonate with you a little bit, but we're going to be talking about social media, but we may find that this conversation actually becomes more of a conversation about the heart. Because a lot of the spiritual issues Uh, that arise from social media are actually not from social media at all. They're from our heart because social media is a tool just like money, um, just like other, other things in our lives. Social media is simply a tool and it is the heart of the wielder of that tool that determines how it is used. And so this conversation is going to be about social media, but even more so than that, I think we will find that this conversation turns into more of a conversation about our hearts as Christians. Um, And so I want to read a verse to you, and I want this to frame and maybe even be a prayer of how we go into this conversation about social media. And that verse is Psalms 139, verse 23. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And I want that to be the verse that kind of frames this entire conversation because, like I said, this has kind of been a hard one for me to record and it may be a hard one to listen to if you struggle with social media um, from a a biblical perspective. And so I just want that to kind of be our prayer and our framework of God, search me and know my heart. As we go through this conversation, Lord, convict me of areas in which I am not honoring you with social media, like search my heart, know me, try me and bring me closer to you through it all. That is our ultimate goal is to be more like Christ. So with that being said, first, I'm going to tell you my story with social media. Then we're going to look at some verses 
um, kind of coming off of my story, we're going to look at what the real issue is. And like I said, that we'll find that that is the heart. And we're going to look at some verses about that. And then we are going to talk about practical ways that we can steward social media better, that we can kind of overcome this issue that we will find is very common amongst Christian social media users. So first, let me tell you my story. When I was probably probably high school age, I, of course, had Instagram. And Instagram, we know, has like your grid post. So you have your feed, then you have your grid post. And when people click on your profile, they see your grid post. And there's this whole thing where like you can have an aesthetic grid post um, that kind of shows your life and everything matches. And it kind of creates this image of you and of who you are when people look at your profile. And so as a high schooler, I got very caught up in trying to make sure that that image was perfect. Because with social media, and especially with Instagram, which I feel like is the most used, I actually had to write a paper about this. Instagram actually is the most used social media platform amongst like upper high school and college age people. Fun fact there for you. Um, But especially with Instagram, you can quite literally create an image around yourself to be whatever you want it to be. Like, yes, it's pictures of your life, but you can put filters on them to, you know, match the aesthetic and you can take pictures of your life that just show the highlights. They just show you doing the thing that you want people to be like, oh, wow, she's this type of girl. And you post those things and then you probably look at your feed and that creates this image around you that you want someone else to see and they want to, you want them to associate that image with you. And I got caught in that. And so here's what it would look like for me. I arranged my life to match that image I was trying to create. So my spaces in my my home or like my bedroom or whatever, wherever I was going to be like taking these pictures, uh, looked like this perfect uh, space. And I would buy things just to match that image of social media that I was trying to create just so that they could be in that image, just so that other people might see me and associate me with this certain image of a person I was trying to be. I would go out and spend like absurd amounts of money on certain clothing just so that I could wear that clothing in an image just so that people could be like, wow, she's wearing this and that makes her look like this type of girl and she's that type of girl. And I would um, pose and like take pictures, uh, arrange like my environment so that they, it looked right in pictures. And then I would go out in public with friends or family and I wouldn't actually spend quality time with them. I would just end up annoying them to death because I would constantly be asking them to take a picture of me this certain way, or, um, they would have to take a thousand pictures because my thighs were too big in one of them, or my hair didn't look right, or the wind wasn't blowing perfectly right, or I need to have this right pose, or I need to position my legs differently so I look a certain way. And they would take a thousand pictures and it would honestly ruin the outing because it was just pictures of me and it would get annoying to them and everything had to be perfect. And I was just trying to create this image around myself so that I could go back and post it on social media and whatever particular follower I wanted to see or my followers in general would see it and be like, oh, she's this type of girl. Like, look at her out doing this, having such a good time. When in reality, I wasn't even having a good time. I was just annoying the people around me, burning relationships and hurting myself, not stewarding my life well, because everything was revolving around this image I was trying to create of myself. And I felt this constant pressure to prove like I would do something cool or I would be out doing something cool or I would do something cool at home, you know, make something cool. I was kind of artistic. So I'd paint something cool or I would, you know, do something cool. And immediately, instead of giving myself the time to enjoy it, instead of sharing it with the people in my life around me, 
immediately I would feel this pressure to take a picture, make it look perfect, post it on social media so that all my followers would see that I'm this particular type of girl. And here's the big catch, guys. You want to know what type of image I was trying to create around myself? I was trying to create the image of a good Christian girl. But I was so caught up in creating the image of a Christian instead of actually living like one. And what happened is, yes, I was trying to create this perfect image and it would often be pictures of, you know, my perfect like Bible spread, which I still love Bible journaling. I still do that. And that is still a way that I study my Bible. And I still like to share pictures of it sometimes. But back then I was just so caught up in like this perfect Bible picture or I, I was so caught up in just having like this perfect image of a Christian, this perfect aesthetic of a Christian. My feed had to match. My clothes had to fit this aesthetic. Everything around me, my environment had to fit this aesthetic. And I would go out of my way and annoy other people and break relationships just so I could fit this aesthetic so that I could have this posed Instagram profile. That wasn't even truth. It looked like this perfect Christian girl, but in reality, I was hurting relationships. I was caught up in vanity. I was caught up in myself. I was living for the approval of man and not actually living according to God's word. And I was so caught up in creating the image of a Christian instead of actually living like one. And so that's just completely blunt. My story originally with social media and that may be a hard one to hear because I think a lot of people can resonate with that because I think that it's something that uh, invades especially Christian culture so much because it's like a hidden sin it's like we we justify it because we're like oh well I'm using social media for ministry but in reality when we go back and we check our hearts we realize that we're not actually even though maybe the things that we're doing aren't wrong okay so we're like okay It's hard in our minds to see this. And this is my experience. It's hard to see that what we're doing is wrong because we look at it and we're like, well, the actual things I'm doing aren't wrong. Like the things I'm taking pictures of aren't wrong. For me, it was like half the time it was Bible, like studying my Bible Um, or just like going out and doing things. And they weren't wrong things that I was doing, but I was just taking pictures of them, you know. So it's like, okay, well, the things I'm doing aren't wrong. The clothes I'm wearing may not be wrong. They're probably modest. Like they may not be bad clothing. Sometimes they might be, but that's a bigger, that's a different issue, but they may not be wrong. And so we're like, okay, well, the things I'm doing are wrong. Uh, You know, I'm modest in my pictures. I'm not posting like vulgar pictures of myself. Um, You know, the things I'm doing and maybe even my captions point to Christ. And so it's hard for us because we justify it. We're like, I'm not actually sinning. I'm not actually doing anything wrong. And yes, all of those things in and of themselves may not be wrong. But where the issue arises is with our hearts. What is our heart behind it? Are we living under this pressure to prove, under this pressure to create an image around ourselves so that other people see that image, which is ultimately rooted in self and vanity? Perhaps that's the heart issue. And that's why I said this conversation is very quickly going to turn less from social media because like I said, that is a tool. And there's a lot of different podcast episodes we could do on social media. I could talk about social media in a lot of different lights because there's a lot of different, you know, there's this, the aspect of like time management and how it can take away from good time management. Like that could be a whole other episode on social media and time management. Like I could do social media in so many different lights, but in this one, I want to talk about it from my personal struggle. And that is social media in this aspect of you are trying to create an image around yourself 
and it leads to vanity and selfishness. And ultimately, it has a hold of your life and it dictates the way in which you live your life. And you may not be living particularly wrong. You may not be doing things that you would deem as sinful. The the places you're going aren't wrong. The things you're wearing aren't wrong. But the heart behind the reason you're doing all of it is simply to get the approval of man through a social media feed. And that is actually a sin and that is wrong. And I struggled with that for so long. And so I want to share with you how I got out of that, how the Lord has done a work in me through that. And I want to share with you just some verses kind of about this. And so let's look at some verses. And again, the greater issue here is not necessarily social media, but the greater issue is feeling the pressure to prove. And ultimately that is living for man and not living according to God's word. So let's look at some verses. First, we're going to look at um, Colossians 3, verse 2. And let me pull these up here. It says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. And this is another good framing verse of, okay, as we are going through this and we're thinking, how can I get out of this? How can I get out of this issue where I constantly feel this need to to be approved by man, to create this social media feed, literally the things I'm buying. I spent outrageous, I would spend outrageous amounts of money on certain pieces of clothing that were trendy. Like I would try to keep up with the trends that were trendy just so that when I posted it on social media, I was seen as like this trendy Christian girl, you know, like (laughs) I laugh now because of how absurd that is, but that's how I lived. That's what I was doing. And so this verse is talking about set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Set your mind on God's kingdom, not on the trends of this world, not on the things of this world, not on how you can please the men of this world. Set your mind on God's kingdom. How can you live right now stewarding your life well in according to God's will and ministering to the people he has placed in front of you? Colossians 2, I'm going to read verses 6 through 10. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and build up in him, and establish in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the traditions of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. I want to dwell on this this passage for a second because the beginning verse opens up with, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. So this is talking to Christians. You've received Christ, walk in Christ. And then it says to root yourself and build up in him. Get in the word of God. Root yourself in the word of God. Get off of social media and into the word of God. And we're going to talk about, in a second, I'm going to talk about when we talk about like how we can set practical boundaries with social media and things like that. I will talk about how social media can be used in a good light. Like I said, I still work on social media. It's a huge part of my job. Um, I still have my ministry on social media and I still use social media to minister to other people. But I have had to figure out boundaries and heart issues between the two. And so sometimes it means that we need to get off of social media because we're spending more time on social media than we are in God's word. And that's a big red flag. Get off of social media and into the word of God so that you can root and build up in him and establish in the faith as you've been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Then verse eight, it says, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. Wow. 
the basic traditions of our world are so flooded with social media and Instagram and basic principles of social media and Instagram is like a good aesthetic, a good feed post. Um, you, you basically literally live your life for social media. And those are the basic traditions and the principles of our current world and our current culture. And don't you know that God knew this when this verse was written? God knows all things and he saw this time period and this culture and he wrote that. And it has applied to all time periods and cultures before us. But man, how does that apply to today? That is just the basic traditions of this world. And it's saying, beware lest anyone cheat you. And I love that it uses that word cheat because it's like, you're so much more than this. If you fall into that trap that all you are and all the image around you and all that other people see you as is your social media feed, that is cheating because you are so much more than that. Beware lest anyone cheat you through that according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. This is not according to God's word. This is not according to Christ, which talks about ministering to the people around you, finding your identity in Christ, living according to his word, not living to create this image around yourself, not basing your decisions off of how they're going to look on a social media post, but rather basing your decisions off of how you can build God's kingdom and know God more. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. You are complete in him. Let's just rest in that. If I could go back and tell my high school self who struggled with this, and truly, and I mean, I was reading my Bible. I was in the word of God. I loved the Lord. I had a great, a great, God was using me in ministry. I had a great platform that he had given me. And I, I was following the Lord, but this was an aspect of my life that was wrong. And he had to do a work in me. And I had, to, if I could go back and, and just tell my high school self, like, you are complete in Christ. Don't let this world cheat you by making you think that you have to prove to your followers, to whoever, that you're this image of someone that you have to attain all of these materialistic things. Don't fall into materialism in an effort to have this perfect social media. Don't fall into these things because you are complete in Christ. Man, what powerful statement. You are complete in Christ. I love that passage as it relates to social media. Okay, the next one, Philippians 2 verse 3. Philippians 2 verse 3 says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. This verse is very convicting when it comes to thinking about social media because it talks about let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. And I feel like when we try to create this image around ourselves, we've gotten like pulled into uh, that thought process of like, let's create an image and let's have this perfect feed post because that's what our culture pushes. But then as we fall into that, it very quickly turns into vanity and selfishness and vain conceit. And instead of thinking, like, like I said, it's tricky because we're like, well, the specific things I'm doing aren't wrong, but our heart is wrong. And our heart's desire is not to know God and make him known. Our heart's desire is to basically make ourselves known. Our heart's desire is to have this image of a, you know, whatever image we're trying to be. For me, it was like this image of a Christian. But in reality, I was just focused on my own self. 
And that was selfish ambition. It was vain conceit. And it says to let nothing be done in that, but in lowliness of mind, esteem others better than yourself. And it's hard on social media because what we do is we compare ourselves. We get on there, we post our grid, our, our like grid post, we have like this perfect picture and then we keep scrolling and then we see a picture of someone else who's trying to do what we do and we're like, well, they're not doing it as good as I am because they didn't buy the super expensive clothing to have in their picture. Like we start judging other people. And that is the farthest thing from how we're supposed to steward our lives and our minds according to God's word. And it's saying, don't do anything through selfish ambition. Don't do anything through this vain conceit, but instead esteem yourself lower than others. And you don't have to compare yourself to others. God created you absolutely beautiful and he created that person absolutely beautiful. And you can just rest assured in that. There's enough beauty to go around for everyone, okay? (laughs) And so this verse is just very convicting when we think about kind of our heart motive behind why we do these things. Proverbs 31, verse 30. This one is probably well known, but let's think about it. Uh, Let's actually think about it like in this perspective of social media and how we're stewarding social media. It says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. This is just a reminder that the image you're trying to create around yourself on social media is vain and deceitful and it won't last. And it's just as plain and simple as that because our goal should not be to create an image around ourselves. It should be to know God and make him known. And so if you are attempting to create some perfect image around yourself, you are putting your identity in that image in what others uh, perceive you to be through social media. And that is vain and that is deceitful and it will pass. But you can be a woman who fears the Lord and that will naturally gain praises and it shouldn't that shouldn't be our motive is to get praises from others but as you fear the lord even if it's not in this in this earth like god sees that and it blesses his heart and that should be enough of a praise a woman who fears the lord who abides in his word who lives according to his word not in these selfish ambitions not in this deceit and this cheating that man tells us is, is going to uh, satisfy us because it doesn't. We constantly feel this constant pressure to prove and it never satisfies us. We get a little bit of dopamine every time someone likes it and then we keep coming back for more, but it never satisfies us. Uh, Psalms 119 verse 37. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Wow, what a prayer. Turn my eyes away from looking at worthless things. Turn my eyes away from the materialism. These things that actually cost so much money, but they're worthless because the only reason I'm doing it is out of a heart to prove to other men. Turn my eyes away from that, Lord. Turn my eyes away from this desire to constantly be something on social media and instead revive me in your way, Lord. Revive me in your way so that I can walk according to your word, so I can live for a purpose greater than myself. And I can live according to your word, not stuck in this vanity, but truly living out my purpose in Jesus. Uh, James 3, 14 through 16. It says, but if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. This one is very convicting. Because James just cuts straight to the point. If you have bitter envy, 
Okay. Imagine you're scrolling through social media. You see that particular person that you compare yourself to that you're trying to be like, or that uh, is trying, you feel like is trying to be like you. And you have this bitter envy towards them because they posted a picture similar to yours, or they don't have this clothing or they do have this clothing or whatever. And you, you get this resentment towards them for literally no reason other than you're comparing yourself to them, that bitter envy. And then it leads to self-seeking. Well, I got to up them. I got to one up them. I got to get this better clothing. I got to go to this specific place to have this specific picture taken. I've got to do this. Like every aspect of our life comes from this motive of trying to prove through social media. And I know because I've been there, it's such a trap. That self-seeking, do not boast and lie against the truth. Those things are not truth. And again, it's like that reminder of, hey, yeah, those specific things you're doing may not be wrong, but your heart is wrong. And that's what this is talking about. Your heart, bitter envy that comes from the heart, self-seeking that comes from the heart. And then it's like, do not boast and lie against the truth. Do not deceive yourself thinking that you're actually okay because the specific things you're doing aren't wrong. Your heart is in the wrong place. Do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above. And sometimes we try to justify what we're doing. At least I did creating this image of a Christian. I tried to justify it by being like, well, I'm using it as ministry. Do not boast and lie against the truth. Your heart is not in the right place. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly. It is sensual and it is demonic. That is what the Bible says. Doesn't get more plain than that. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are. That is so true. It is, it is confusing. It is hard and it feels evil and dark because if you can't live up to what you're trying to achieve if you can't create the image you're trying to achieve you feel like you failed you feel like you're not enough and it feels like you're in darkness and I know because I've been there those are just a few verses that could be applied to this idea of social media but greater greater aspect of kind of looking at our heart so how did God teach me to overcome this and what do I do now because I still have to be very active on social media God is so gracious and as I sought him more and more um, and I prayed for a heart like his and I prayed that he would align my heart with his will and I prayed that he would use me for a purpose greater than myself he truly began taking the desire for me to feel this pressure to prove away And I started finding freedom in my identity in Christ. And I started putting my identity in Christ and no longer putting it in the image I was creating around myself. And he revealed to me like, hey, don't just worry about the image you're creating around yourself, but instead live according to my will. And then he placed opportunities in front of me for me to be busy doing the things of God with the people around me in my everyday life. To a place where it distracted me from this image I was trying to create. And then my heart's desire began to align more with his will. And I no longer felt this need to prove because I knew I was secure in Christ and what he had called me to do. And does that mean I don't struggle with this still sometimes today? I definitely still struggle. Sometimes I still feel this pressure. I'll do something or I'll be somewhere cool. And not that it's wrong to share your experiences with other people. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But I'll feel this pressure to like, oh, you've got to share. You've got to prove. And I have to stop myself intentionally in that moment and say, wait a minute. Let me enjoy this moment with the people around me. 
Let me not feel that pressure to prove. And sometimes I even have to go into that with prayer and just say, Lord, help me to be here in the moment, present with these people and not feel this pressure to prove, but know that my identity is in Christ. And sometimes that's what it looks like is every moment that you feel that pressure to prove or you see a specific type of clothing that there's no practical use to it other than you just having this image on social media. Just begin that with a prayer like, Lord, help me overcome this. This is a heart issue and I know it. Help me to overcome it. And that really helped me. Now, like I said, social media is a tool, just like money. Money is a tool. And obviously we know money has been used to do some very evil things, but money has been also used to do some very amazing and wonderful things. And sometimes the lines can be blurred there. Think about money in the aspect of like, it can be used to do really good things sometimes, but the motive behind the person using it wasn't actually good. And this makes me think about the story in the Bible of the widower's might, I believe is what it's normally referred to as. But basically there was a bunch of rich people that gave a lot of money to like the offering. And then the widow gave her one little cent that she had, but it was all she had. And Jesus said that she gave the most because that was all that she had compared to the rich people who were just giving to be seen. And the wealthy people were giving money to a good cause, but they were doing it with the wrong heart. And it's the same way with social media, just like I was trying to create this Im- image of a Christian without actually focusing on like living and being present in my life as a Christian. I was potentially doing some good, but my heart in doing it was wrong. And that's where we have to be careful. I'm not saying that social media can't be used for good or for ministry. RBL Ministries, there's a huge community there, but I've had to set boundaries And I've been able to reach people I never would have been able to reach if it hadn't been for social media. People in other countries. I've had people from Uganda buy Bible study products from RBL Ministries website, probably because they saw it through social media. That is so powerful. And that is a tool that we can use to steward well in the kingdom of God. But my heart behind it has to be right before I'm able to step into that. So here's some practical boundaries that I have had to set for myself. Um, I... First, ask myself a motive when I'm going to be posting something, when I am thinking about buying something, when I am uh, trying to take a picture. I ask my motive behind it. Like, is this so that I can um, look a certain way to another person, create an image around myself, whatever? Or is this truly because I want to share this to help people know Christ? Or I just want to share this to like catch up with someone that I'm far away from now and I want them to see what's going on in my life. Or like, like ask yourself, what is the motive? Is there a heart issue going on there behind the reason that you're trying to post that? And then um, some practical things. I turn off notifications for all social media. So my phone does not notify me with anything on Instagram. It doesn't notify me of likes or messages or anything. I specifically have to click on Instagram to see what's going on. And that keeps me from being distracted by it. It also helps with time management and it's not constantly in front of my face. So I literally have to get on Instagram and be intentional uh, instead of just like seeing a notification and clicking on it. Another thing is I'm very intentional. I have to use Instagram for work. And so I'm very intentional to make sure that I have time limits set on my phone. You can actually go in and set time limits in your setting if you have an iPhone and probably other types of phones do it as well. You can set limits so that you can only spend so much time a day on social media. And that also helps with time management where I work on social media a lot. That helps me not spend too much time on there. But it also helps me not not have my focus on social media. Something else I'll do, um, and I used to do this more, I should probably start doing it again, but I would delete social media from my phone like 
starting on Saturday and I had like a work message that would go out if anybody messaged my business accounts and it would just say like, we're not active on the weekends. And I would delete social media on Saturday through Monday morning so that I could be present with the people around me. And I wasn't constantly feeling this pressure to take pictures and prove and like post and all the things. Um, I also went in and would unfollow anything that made me feel like a pressure to prove or that led to comparison or that wasn't godly. So if it wasn't godly, I'd unfollow it. If it was like someone, even if it's like maybe someone, you know, but just seeing their feed and their picture constantly makes you feel this pressure to prove or compare yourself to them. It's okay to unfollow them. Like I promise it's okay. Um, and then sometimes you just need to completely delete it. And I prayed about that a lot. And the Lord led me to these boundaries that I set in place because the majority of my work is on social media. And I think if he had led me to completely delete it, um, I would have done that even though it would have affected my job. But Uh, God was showing me that he was providing for me and my family through these jobs. And so he led me to these boundaries. And as I prayed, he changed my heart. And I no longer feel this pressure all the time to prove. And I get to enjoy uh, the things around me. But sometimes, and that's where we need to be praying, like, God, know me, try my heart, and be willing to follow wherever he leads. Because sometimes we do need to just completely delete it because it is such a distraction in our life and there is such a need and a pressure to prove that we need to just completely get it out of our lives. And sometimes that's what needs to happen. And that's something that we have to pray about and follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit in our own personal lives with. And so I just want to share for anybody that's struggling with this, I know what it's like. I've been there and it is tiring and it is not satisfying. And it rules your life. Every decision you make is based on that. But there is freedom in Christ. Even if you are a Christian following the Lord and you struggle with this, there is freedom in Christ. And it is so freeing and so satisfying when you no longer feel the pressure to prove. And you get to live in your purpose according to God's will with your identity secure in Christ, not in the things you wear, the way you look, your feed, but your identity is in Christ. That is so freeing. And that is when you find true freedom to live according to God's word, to live out your purpose in the Lord. And it doesn't matter what other people think as long as you're honoring God with your life. And that is so freeing. And so my prayer for you is that you hear this conversation, even if it's hard and convicting, and you begin to pray, Lord, what can I do to overcome this struggle? And you begin to intentionally think about your decisions. Why are you doing the things you're doing? Is it to prove or to be an image to someone else, or is it according to God's will? And I pray that you can find freedom, and I know you can in Christ, because he frees us. We have victory in him. And I pray that as you find that freedom, you find more satisfaction than you have ever known in a personal relationship with Jesus, living according to his will and not trying to amount to man's opinion. I know this was kind of a harder episode to listen to. It was hard for me to do because it's still things I struggle with. But there is freedom in the Lord um, who the sun sets free. He is free indeed. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to the RBL Ministries podcast. If you would like to connect with us more, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, 
TikTok, and Pinterest at RBL Ministries. You can also find more resources like Bible studies, Bible study notepads, conversation starters, blog posts, and community at rblministries.com. We drop new episodes every single Wednesday, and we're so excited to have you in the RBL community. Thank you.